Welcome to Success Superstars, your place for inspiration and the blueprint of success for peak performers just like you. And my special guest coming right out of the closing in Austin, Texas, Rachel Hoffman. Rachel, welcome. Hi. Hi, Mark. How are you? Doing awesome. Well, better. How are you? Congratulations on another closing. <laughs> Thank you. This year's been pretty busy, so um, I'm blessed. Yeah. Have you found that the like the first 60 days after a closing are the most important in following up with the client, getting referrals, getting a testimonial? Is that first couple months after closing kind of the most critical period? Well, I, I don't mess with them the first 30 days, um, let them get settled in and things of that nature. But yes, that second month, you do want to reach out, see how everything's going, if there's anything that you can uh, help them with, um, if they have any questions. Yeah, you definitely want to follow up within those 60 days to start with and then make sure you have a plan of attack throughout the years. Stay top of mind for these clients. They'll be your bread and butter in the future. Yeah, for sure. Now, has this been one of the toughest markets you've ever seen? For buyers, yes. Um, it, it's very, very tough. It's, it's heartbreaking for some. If you don't have tens of thousands of dollars in cash on top of your down payment, it's really tough right now to get a property in Austin and the surrounding areas. It's not just Austin, yeah. Kyle, Buda, everywhere. Even, and the new builds are the worst. I mean, oh my gosh, could anybody have ever foreseen this? Yeah. It's crazy. How are you dealing with that yourself mentally to keep yourself motivated and in the game? And, and how are you coaching and advising your clients um, through, through this tough market? So um, my buyers, I, you know, literally just have to tell them to keep on trucking. They have to stay positive. It's, it's one of those markets where it's going to take many offers to find the right property, right. Uh, the one that's going to stick. Um, uh, keep their head up. Just know that we're, we're doing everything that we can. They're not alone. Everybody else is doing the same thing. <laughs> right. You know, when you make offers and there's 30 and 40 each time, you know you're not alone. Right. So I try to make sure and keep that um, top of mind for them. So uh, that's that's all I can do. You got to try to keep them positive. Uh, right. Once they get like um, <laughs> like that that movie Never Ending Story when they went into the swamp of sadness, right. uh, you can't be like our tech. You have to keep a positive look. Right. <laughs> are, are there certain things that you're doing to help prepare your offers? So uh, maybe that's making a phone call, making them professionally written. Uh, are, are there techniques that you're using to uh, put your best foot forward? 100%. First and foremost, you have got to talk to the listing agent. Find out as many nuances as you can. That would make the sellers happy. Um, you never know. The more you talk to them, the more it comes out. They, they may say, oh, it's just top dollar. But the more you talk to them, get a rapport with that agent, you find a little bit more out. So that's the first thing I do. Um, and then I just make sure that my contracts are completely clean, no mistakes. I'm not going to just go back and later add that addendum. Everything is correct and complete and perfect the first time. Right. You know, we just did a panel of our top listing agents uh, and the offers that were coming in. And, and you wouldn't believe it, but it was less than 10% of the buyer's agents actually called them. So what you oh, wow. said, just making that phone call already puts you, you know, in the top 10%. Uh, and wow. it's such a simple, it's a, you know, sometimes it's the simple things that make a difference, right? Yeah. And this is stuff that, you know, all the, for new agents, this stuff will come with experience. 
the more you do this real estate thing, the more you're going to know, the more confidence you'll gain and you'll, these things will be second nature to you. So um, you just know what works and you have to make that phone call. You have to make a rapport with the listing agent. I'm literally under contract for a $1.1 million condo. We did not get multiple offers. We snagged it first and foremost. Me and that agent had like the best rapport. I got my clients everything they wanted um, in this market, no multiple offers. And it's because of the rapport I have with that listing agent to start off with. Wow, that's huge. Now, yeah, you know, you've obviously had uh, different levels of your career. You know, we all start new and then we kind of get mid-career and then we get really experienced. Are there different ways you found to generate leads depending on your stage of career or have you always just had kind of one way to generate leads? So no, you should always have at least three minimum uh, lead generation models going on. Um, you know, buying online leads is one. You must, you must stay in touch with your past clients and your sphere of influence. That is where about 85% of my business comes from is word of mouth and repeat business. Um, those two are my main ones. And I switch up the others as I go. As of right now with the way the market is, I'm trying to get more seller leads. So I'm using Remind, writing a bunch of letters mm -hmm. to like condo complexes to see if they want to sell anytime soon. Letting them know I have buyers. Um, which has worked out this the closing I'm at that I just left was one of those. I wrote a letter. They loved it. I helped them sell their place. So um, that's the three minimum I'm using right now. Uh, but yes, you always do word of chance. You've got to keep in contact with them. Yeah. I, I use the fishing analogy. You know, if you just have one, uh, you know, one fishing line in the water versus three fishing lines, you know, you're going to catch more fish with right. more lines. Yeah. Now. Do you have a favorite tool or a favorite resource that you go to? Like you mentioned, Remind. Uh, is there a, a, a CRM, a, a RPR? Is there some type of tool or resource that is kind of like your favorite thing to use? Well, I just like the MLS. I feel like it has everything that I need. I can do quick CMAs. I can do the research on the flood maps. It, you know, it's got the majority of the information that I like to use. I'm also an older agent. I don't like change. It's really tough. It takes me a long time to get into this new technology. Um, so Remind is definitely the newest thing that I'm working on. I do like that in this market when you're trying to get sellers. It's probably one of the, the best tools out there right now. So um yeah, I would say remind and just the MLS all around. Like people wake up and they read the newspaper. I look at the hot sheets. So right. the MLS is my, my go-to. So. Yeah. Well, now you're yeah. in the hottest, uh, Austin is uh, by a number of sources, the hottest real estate market in America. If someone wants to get a hold of you for a referral, uh, you know, we're, our audience is from all 50 states and we have a few from Australia and Europe. But if, if someone wants to get a hold of you in Austin for a referral, what's the best way to get a hold of you? So you can call me at 512-825-704, text as well. Um, and then my email is rachel at buyfromrachel.com. That's R-A-C-H-E-L, yeah. rachel at buyfromrachel.com. So repeat that phone number because your internet cut out. Oh, 512-825-7043. There you go. And that's a referral to get a hold of you to, to help in the hottest market. Uh, uh, in, in America, uh, you're, you're blessed to be in such an amazing uh, growth market. I'm sure that comes with downsides as well. Yes, yes, very busy. Not very much time for myself. Uh, I need to get my toes done. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> well, there we go. All right. Well, I expect an update. I'm going to hold you accountable on that. Okay. Will do. Thank you guys so much and keep on doing real estate. Always be closing. <laughs> always be closing. And, and, you know, really always be doing the right thing, right? Uh, have you found yeah, that if, if you if you chase a commission versus doing the right thing? Uh, oh my gosh, it's the worst. They can tell. They can sense it right off the bat. Everybody knows that you're just looking for the dollar sign instead of taking care of that client. Uh, it's one of my biggest pet peeves. I, I don't do that. I don't even calculate my commission until like I have to put it in transaction desk. Right. So it's, yeah, that's, that's not what it's about. It's not that, what it's supposed to be about. Well, if, if you do the right thing, the money flows, right? Exactly. Yeah. Well, there we go. Well, Rachel, thanks for uh, spending some time. And I, I know we we caught you uh, right after closing. So I appreciate you uh, pulling aside in the parking lot and taking the time to share with us today. Of course. I love speaking with you. All right. Let's get you on the morning club. Uh, I'll send you a link for that uh, real soon. And until we see you okay. next week for another episode of Success Superstars, may your choices reflect your hopes and not your fears. Take care.